Hi, everybody, and welcome to Discussions on Christianity. We have episode four with us today, and today we have Linda, one of my friends, and uh, actually we're both in a, a group dedicated towards scientific achievements, so uh, very cool to have her on today, and we're going to be discussing healing. So, Linda, if you would, please give us a little bit of your backstory and how you got interested in the healing arts. Okay, well, I mean, I could go, how, how far back do you want to go? <laughs> as much as you want to, because uh, I would say uh, what's, what's relevant to, you know, what we're going to talk about, so. Uh, yeah, okay, well, I mean, I got started being interested in healing because my mother had cancer when I was eight years old. Mm. And um, she did not go the typical route. She was very, very strong believer in Jesus, and she really believed that her faith could make her well, just mm -hmm. like Jesus said. So um, she she didn't go the typical um, radiation chemotherapy route, which was probably good. I mean, she did very low dose, but yeah. she didn't. She didn't really. She decided to try alternative therapy, mm -hmm. alternative methods, which was good, and she actually survived much longer than was expected. I mean, they found her cancer. It was breast cancer. They found it late, and um, it didn't look good. But she had a radical mastectomy, and they mm -hmm. thought they pretty much got rid of it. And um, after that, she she made a lifestyle change. Not that she was a bad eater before, but she definitely changed her diet. She changed her lifestyle a little bit. And she was never a drinker, smoker, or anything like that. My parents were both not, they were both very strong Christians that did not do that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think ever in their lives. So, you know, for her to get cancer was really, why her, you know? So anyway, um, you know, being eight years old and then seeing my mother go through that was one thing, but then it came back when I was 18. Mm. And at the time, I was going to a Christian college, actually, mm -hmm. Geneva College in, in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, a little tiny liberal arts college. And I was majoring at first in music. And then I decided that uh, the next, I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to major in. I didn't really want to do music anymore because they were kind of forcing me to do teaching, and I didn't want to teach. I wanted to perform. Yeah. So they weren't really set up for that. So I, I said, well, whatever I get the best grades in is what I'll major in next. So Hey, it works out like that sometimes. It turns out that the, I was getting the best grades in biblical studies. Mm -hmm. So uh, Old Testament, New Testament, um, uh, wisdom literature, which was Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. Um, so I was doing really well, and, and then Job was in there, too. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing about Job was, of course, you know, he was this righteous man who was suffering, and um, it didn't seem right. You know, why would – look at he was a, he really – you know, all of his friends were kind of like, why are you being cursed? What's mm -hmm. going on? And so um, I felt the same way at the time about my mother. Like, my mother is this really good person. Why is she – why is this happening to her? Yeah. So it was kind of um, not as – I don't think it was a coincidence that I was taking Job at the same time in, in college, and my – it wasn't lost on my professor that I was going through this, and he sort of, like, you know, um, helped me through through that time. Well, a 
Okay, so at the same time, she was in a hospital, not doing well. It didn't yeah. look like she was going to make it. And uh, I went to visit her on Thanksgiving break. And um, I, I didn't know really what to do, but I just kind of my intuition told me just sit sit with her and mm-hmm. hold her hand and maybe sing her some psalms or something. So I got out the Bible and I started singing all the psalms that I knew. And Psalm 23 was one that I really knew well. Mm-hmm. And so I started singing that to her and holding her hand and, you know, just spend, just being with her. And I would hold her hand as I was doing it. And I could feel like some kind of something happening in my hand while I was doing it, like mm-hmm. some kind of energy was going through my hand into her hand, and I didn't really understand it, but I thought, well, this is pretty cool. And the doctors came to me and said, we don't know what you're doing, but whatever it is, keep doing, because she's actually getting better. Yeah. And we can't really explain it, but this is pretty cool. So um, she started getting better, and she was home by Christmas, which was amazing, because they didn't think she was going to make it. Yeah. So that was, like, my first... Um, experience, I would say, with healing. And I also had watched um, another woman who was from a church that was, I guess, a Pentecostal church, you would Mm -hmm. call it. And she also believed in healing. And she came to my mother and her hands started beating up with some kind of, it wasn't sweat, it was some kind of liquid. And she said it was oil. Mm-hmm. And she would she anointed my mother with this oil that would appear on her hands, and it was amazing to me. I yeah. just remember seeing that. It that kind of brings to a, a almost stigmata situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, I never saw anything like it. It was incredible. So to me, that was something that I thought, I, I would like to be able to do that. Right? <laughs> I, <laughs> I'd like to be able to go around and feel everybody just tick. And um, so that was sort of where I started getting that. And it didn't really happen again until after my mother passed later, which was another eight years. She lived 16 years after the first time she got So she did live a lot longer than was expected. Mm -hmm. But it did come back eventually. And... um, and that's how she left. How she left this world was cancer. And um, when she passed, there was a friend of hers that was going to this church. Um, that was a different church than I went to. But he came to me and said, "I would like you to join me. I go to the nursing homes, and I do a little church service for them, and we do we sing hymns. Mm-hmm. And I know you know all the hymns. Would you be willing to lead the hymn sing?" And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And that was actually really healing for me because having just lost my mother and then seeing these other people that were ill and, you know, kind of and aging and not doing well. Mm-hmm. And then and then seeing them, their faces light up when they would sing the hymns and that the music was kind of healing them. Mm-hmm. That singing was actually healing their their soul, their spirit, you know, and lifting their spirit. So it was, that was another, the first time that, again, I got to see that happen. And then he said to me, you know, there's some people that can't make it to the service because they're bedridden. Would you like to go visit them? Mm -hmm. I said, sure, why not? You know, and uh, there was a lady that was in a coma, and 
I would hold her hand. I don't know what would compel me to do this, but for some reason I just felt like I should hold her hand. And I held her hand, and she moved for the first time. And mm -hmm. they said, this is the first movement that we've seen in years. She's been in a coma for years. And um, so I would hold her hand and sing to her. And, uh, and then there was another lady that was 100 years old. And this mm -hmm. was really cool. She could remember everything. She oh, wow. She remembered all about her childhood. She could remember anything you would ask her. She That's amazing so, for that age. So clear. Um, yeah, she, she could remember if I didn't show up. Like, you know, you were supposed to be here last week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she had such a good mind. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I just I just loved talking with her. But one day I came to visit her, and I held her hand, and I sang her favorite hymn. And I think it was called Jesus, Lover of My Soul. Take me to thy wounded side. <laughs> and uh, she held my hand, and she said, God bless you. And I felt this warm feeling go through, come from her hand and go into my hand. Like the other times that I'd held people's hands and stuff happened. So mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, <laughs> what was that? You know, it was like yep. she'd given me something and I felt it and uh, felt it go up my arm. And it was like, whoa, that's really cool. So that was. So that these were like little bites of information that were, you know, given to me and uh, little experiences that were like just kind of hitting me like something's up with this, you know, mm -hmm. maybe, uh, yeah, I should try to do this, <laughs> you know, and, and if you can, um, if you can feel it, it is something that you can, I'm not going to say use because it's not a use thing, but facilitate. Yes, that's a good word. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, it wasn't till later that I was, I I start I was taking um, yoga mm -hmm. and qigong and kung fu mm -hmm. all at the same time, and um, I was just doing it for I guess fun really and exercise and you know it wasn't I didn't have any deep reason for doing it but I started noticing that it was making me feel really, really healthy mm -hmm. and really good. And I was all in good shape, but it just really put me in a, in a, some kind of a zone where I felt really good. And um, and so later I, w I could feel what I was learning, some of this, uh, I was learning that it was like energy mm -hmm. that we have stored inside our body that we can move around and you can actually kind of put it somewhere in your body and make it make it better make it heal you know and so um what i was able to do was kind of almost like what that lady did with my mother where her hands got moist except that mine would get really warm um mm -hmm. and i would put my hand in a kind of a ball shape it in a ball and then um i could feel my my hands the palms of my hands get warm and then I could put my hands on my body anywhere where I felt either like I needed to work on that. Like, you know, maybe there was some gut issues or, you know, digestion issues or something. Yeah. I would put my, my palm there and I could feel the, the warmth of my palm kind of go into and underneath the skin. 
and I could feel myself feel better. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to explain, <laughs> but yeah. it's definitely an interesting sensation because you could feel it actually happening. Yeah, it's um, definitely something that, well, at least uh, when we're talking about Christianity, a lot of Christians do not even attempt to look for or seek out, um, especially yeah. when we have passages in the Bible talking about a spiritual body. Um, or one of the things that I like to research the most is actually the healings that Jesus does. And in each one of yeah. those, um, you, will, you will see basically he always uses his voice. There's usually words said on everything, every single thing. Uh, does not yeah. need to be direct contact, but there is an energy transference from one to the other as long as the other has faith, because that is, that is an important aspect of what is written in the New Testament anyways, that the other party must have faith in order for it to be healed anyways. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and that was also what he would say is that not only your faith has made you well, but he also said you can do this too. Mm-hmm. And he would, he would tell disciples, you have the ability to also do this. Um, and he is said to, I believe it was Luke, because he was the doctor, I believe. He said, uh, physician, heal thyself. You know, heal thyself. So, and I don't think he was being sarcastic. I think he really meant that. Um, I, I think that we, we do have that ability to heal ourselves. And, mm-hmm. um, and that's what he was trying to, trying to, to tell them. That, like, you can, you can walk on water. You can move mountains. It wasn't... Absolutely. It wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all have that potential within ourselves. Yes, right. And, uh, and that's... That was another thing because, uh, yeah, he, he did... I'm, I'm not sure if he used music, but I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me in the least either. If there was ever music involved, I mean, mm-hmm. it was never really talked about, but... Uh, considering, you know, he was at parties and, you know, like, making wine and yeah. things like that, I would assume that he would have been yeah. dancing or singing or doing something like that, so... Right, right, right. Well, you know, for one thing, I know a lot about uh, the, the Hebrew culture, mm-hmm. um, because one of my daughters found out that we had that DNA. Okay. And she got really excited about that, mm-hmm. decided to start Judaism. <laughs> and she started learning Hebrew, and she just really went for it. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, that I thought it was cool because she learned a lot more about Jesus than what most people know. Yeah. Because say you say you love someone. But, you know, like you're dating somebody and you say you love them or or they're even just like a really good friend. Wouldn't you – and they're not – like they're from another culture. Wouldn't you want to know about their culture? Wouldn't you ask them, you know, what was your childhood like? You know, what did you – what did you do? Where did you go? What kind of songs did you sing? Like, Absolutely 100%. Yeah. I mean, when, when I was in college, most of my friends were from other countries. Mm-hmm. And one of my best friends was from Iran. Mm-hmm. Of all places, like nobody liked Iran. They thought it was an evil place. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of propaganda. A loving, beautiful person, and um, she, I wanted to get to know all about her, her, um, you know, her background and her culture. And she taught me songs, and she taught me her language. And 
so I think that it would be really cool, you know, to learn Hebrew and to really know what he did as a child, what he did growing up, and you know what what he ended up doing eventually that mm-hmm. led him to do what he what he did for for humanity. So yeah. yeah. If you don't know the backstory, and if you don't know the complementary areas, when reading the Bible, it is much more difficult, and you will lose out on a lot of the nuance and a lot of the back things, the hidden things, the the parables, mostly. Right. Like, yeah, yes. And also, like, uh, yes, when, when he was talking about the Pharisees, and when he was making references to that, if you really understand what they were about, he wasn't putting down Judaism. He <clears> wasn't putting down um, being a Hebrew at all. Mm-hmm. It, it was just what they were imposing upon people more than anything. Mm-hmm. And, and also making people feel like they had to answer to these people. When he was really trying to say, you don't have to answer to anyone. Yeah, the kingdom of heaven is within you. (laughs) You don't have to go to a priest. Well, you don't have to go to a Pharisee or a Sadducee or a... Right. Exactly. And and he was also saying that, you know, you, you have so many abilities within yourself. And you have... He wasn't saying, you know, I'm God, follow me, do what, do as I say, you know, kind of, he was, or even do as I, it wasn't even so do as I do because I'm God. He was saying, do what I do because this is the right way. Yeah, you can do this too. This Mm -hmm. is really cool. Like you, don't you want to like turn water into wine? Isn't that pretty cool? (laughs) It's not just a party trick, you know? Yeah. I mean, it. It, there's, you know, don't don't you want to walk on water? But it's not because you you're doing it to show off. It's because you want to remember that you you have the ability to do these things, and um, it it makes you realize that like really, when it comes to healing, it's it's a lot. I'm gonna say something, you know, controversial sort of, but I mean, 99% of it is in your head. 99% well, yeah. of it. Um, when they run a placebo trial, um, right. on average, this is just an average, about 60% of participants who receive a placebo are then receive the effects from what would have been the shot or the pill or whatever it would have been. So they would be right. healed in that regard and that pretty much tacks right along with the New Testament in the percentages of people who would actually believe and be healed. Right. So, and it wasn't, and I'm not saying that he didn't have, you know, healing abilities and that there wasn't some kind of energy coming out of him and, and being emitted from him. I mean, when the woman, I think it was a woman, someone touched the, the mm-hmm. hem of his garment and got healed. Yep. And a, a pap- and he a, knew, probably, he knew instantly that, was, uh, that that power had gone from him. Yeah. Yes, she and and it and he knew, so he mm-hmm. knew that he felt it, and I. But we, we can do that too, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, somebody who's not feeling well could come up to to someone who's 
like really vibrating at this high frequency. I don't know how any other way to put it. If they came up to that person and touched them, they could get healed from that. Mm -hmm. um, it's not impossible to think that. It is the connection between us that I think is the main healing factor in humans in any case. Now, whether we're talking about physical reality or walking on water or anything like that, not sure, don't know, but it is clear from the scriptures anyways that it requires a connection of two people between humans. Yes. Right, right, right. I, I mean, I, in my personal experience, I guess that's, I can corroborate that because that's what has happened with mm -hmm. me. I, I've never walked up to a total stranger and, <laughs> you know, done that. But, um, but everybody that I've, you know, met or talked to, but in some of the cases like the, in, in the hospital, I didn't know that woman mm -hmm. at all. She's a total stranger to me. Yeah. Um, so, so it's really a lot of it, I think, is intent, too, mm -hmm. you know, what you're yeah, and that is something that we usually misuse as a whole population. Yeah. So just for our yeah. listen, just for listeners out there, um, intent is basically what you want to do in life. Um, for instance, if you want to build something, or if you want to complete a task, or if you want to do any say X ob X goal. If you have intent to do so, speak that intent into being, and then take actions towards that. 99% of the time, it's going to happen. <laughs> and that's just yeah. the way that it works. That's part of our physical reality. Right. Right. And I mean, in, in my case, I, I didn't even in, intend <laughs> to do what I, what I ended up doing at first. You know, mm -hmm. it just sort of came to me. Uh, it's almost like ma it was magnetically drawn to me to do this. Mm -hmm. But, um, but, if, but once I, I saw what was happening, and I and I witnessed it, and I felt it. It it did happen. You're right. It it was definitely became an intention. Yeah, this is something I think a lot of Christians need to hear. Um, is that healing, miraculous healing, takes place practically every single day on this earth, it, every yeah, single yeah. day, and yeah. it's just whether or not you are willing to go out there and look for it. And to do some research for it and find it, because it's not going to be put in front of you. The media or the news is not going to talk about it, and it's not going right. to be passed around on social media, probably. Right. Well, yeah, not tend to, the tendency is to not really spread a lot of positive things on mm -hmm. on these um, different, uh, you know, mediums yeah. or whatever. So, I I mean, but it if if you can. I mean, I just, you could find it if you looked for it, though. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like if you even Googled it, you could find it. Oh, yeah, but you have to look for it. It's not going to pop up. Right. <laughs> no, true, true. And then what you will notice, and this is part of intention, once you start looking for something, it, it pops up a lot more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, it becomes part of your algorithm. I used to think, um, personally, um, I was part of the people in Christianity who thought that miracles just don't happen. It never, I've, I've never seen any of it happen, you know, kind of thing, but right. it, um, it's there. Well, not you just got to look for it. Yeah, right. I mean, you would think, oh, well, maybe eventually, maybe occasionally they happen, mm -hmm. but not all the time. It's very small. 
very special for it to happen. But yeah. no, it's uh, a lot. Now, what I will say is special because I haven't seen that. Uh, at least I haven't seen it. Uh, again, I don't know if it exists. I don't know if there's anybody out there doing this right now. But an actual person going around and having the same percentage of healing, I will say, as the original apostles and disciples. Oh. I yeah, haven't seen um, anybody like that. But I think that has to do more with authority. Yeah, and actually believing in yourself, too. Mm -hmm. um, and having confidence in your ability to do that. Um, but I think there may be some people out there that do, but they just keep it real low-key. Yeah, and they again, that's why I say I've never I've never heard about it, but there, there might be. Yeah, you know, and it might not even be in this country. It might be mm. in another country. Very true. And somebody who... People who do it not for money mm -hmm. are not going to be found out because they're not trying to. Absolutely. They're not doing it for, for money, for any of any of those intentions, for any material intentions. So they're they're going to be more low key about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's really cool that all of these things are happening around us. It's just um, it's hidden from plain sight. Yeah. It's just whether or not yeah. you're willing to look for it. Yep, you're right. If you're willing to look for it, you will find it. Um, seek and you will find, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Knock and the door will be open. That's mm -hmm. what it will be doing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the areas that I really like to focus in in any case. Well, at least the healing, the expulsion of demons, resurrection... Those are all areas which I would really like to be able to do in that yeah. same kind of at that same kind of rate. In the same in the same vein that they did it, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's I think again it, back then, you know, you didn't have the media, you didn't have anybody to to focus on when you did it so much. Mm -hmm. So you could probably get away with doing it without causing too much of a stir. Whereas nowadays, it would be a lot harder to do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but if it were more commonplace where everybody knew that they could do it, and it was just a, a normal thing and it became normalized, then, um, yeah, then it would that would be pretty cool. I would like to see that. Yeah. I would like to see everybody be able to go around and I kill would, themselves. <laughs> I would love to see some healing in this world because we really need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I, I said, I feel like it starts starts within. It starts with yourself, with healing yourself first, you know. Mm -hmm. And then um, once you do that, you can, you, and you're strong enough to to heal yourself, then you can heal other people. Mm -hmm. um, I and think teach them. I think one of the things that's important, um, especially if you if you are out there listening and want to learn um, about what is within yourself, one of the easiest things to do that most Christians today do not do is to meditate. Um, and some people will go, what? That, that's not that's not Christian. And then you go, well, doesn't the Bible say sit and be still and listen to the voice of God? Yes. <laughs> and, and and is also, that not exactly what meditation is? <laughs> and also, there's a, word, there's a word in Hebrew that's in the Old Testament mm -hmm. um, called Selah, mm -hmm. S-E-L-A-B. 
you'll see it mm-hmm. in the Psalms, you'll see it sometimes in other Western literature, but it absolutely means to sit and meditate mm-hmm. on what was just said. So, like, it, there'll be a paragraph of, of something, and then it'll say Selah, which means in their day, when that was spoken by the rabbi or, or whatever, that meant you were to stop and meditate. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, so that's, it was right there, <laughs> right in front of us. They did meditate. Jesus meditated. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's surprising it was, what you can find within yourself if you're willing to look. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's all in there. <laughs> Just like uh, the spaghetti sauce. Mm-hmm. Right up. <laughs> True enough. It's all in there. <laughs> so, um, I know that you did, um, I know that you've helped uh, several people do some of the energy manipulation and try to do healing through that. How has that worked for you? Well, um, that was interesting because that was during COVID. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was all through Zoom. Yeah. And um, there was a girl in California who actually found me online, and it was surprising because I wasn't really trying to reach California, but somehow Google Maps had put me in California. Hey, take it what you can <laughs> so get, right? <laughs> she found me that way, and uh, she was a college student and um, kind of going through depression and feeling out of place because she was originally from Mexico and she was studying to be a, oh man, I forget what it was, neuroscientist. Mm-hmm. She was going to be a neuroscientist. She was really bright. And um, she was felt very alone and very isolated. And, of course, it was during COVID. And, and she was going to school during COVID, which was really hard. Yeah. everybody was separated. And so um, so she was she, – she would do the meditation with me over the phone. We would meditate, and then um, I would do energy healing through the phone. And the thing was, it really had to do with, with faith mm-hmm. and her believing that it, that it was going to work because she, you, she had to accept it. She had to, like, accept the, the healing and the energy that was coming through Yeah, absolutely. And um, and I'm not saying literally physically through the phone, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it was. Well, when you I break it down, different. when you break it down, each one of us has spirit within us, and all right. of that spirit is connected. God is one, and God yeah, is spirit. Absolutely. So we, being mirror images and smaller pieces of God, we have the ability to connect with each other because, in essence, it is the same piece. Right. So you don't right. have to physically be in the room with someone. You can see them through a Zoom meeting, which I think would be awesome. If we could have somebody that could, you know, heal and mass like one of the apostles or disciples originally on a Zoom meeting with, like, anybody could join. We can. We can. We can can do it on an individual basis. We can do it on a group basis. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But the thing is you have – you need to be able to accept – accept the healing Mm -hmm. and say, "I, I believe this. I believe this is really happening here. And she, she did. She was able to do that. Um, I would see her when I was 
what I would do, what I would do is I would put my, my palms out mm-hmm. facing the, the camera and she would accept it and I, I would just see this change come over her face. Mm-hmm. Um, like she, her, just, her face would just light up and she'd get this, this sweet little smile on her face. And it was just the, the most amazing thing. And mm-hmm. it, it made me feel good because, like, I'm, this is happening. <laughs> this is, this is so cool. It's yeah, actually no. happening. And she, she was, she was feeling better. And, and, um, it, it was great. So to be able to do that, you know, not even being in the same state or anywhere near someone, mm-hmm. 3,000 miles away. You know, we we can do this. We can do this with each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Distance is distance is relative. <laughs> Absolutely, it's like time. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's it's really it's just a, a barrier and a boundary that we we put up mentally mm-hmm. for ourselves. Yeah, and it really is all about energy because we are just bundles of energy condensed into matter. And yes. As long as you can understand that, I think believing in the change of that energy state is a lot easier. Right. And, and also to be able to see it visually in your mind's eye, to be able to, to imagine mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, when you were a kid, you could draw things, you know, you could draw pictures of things, and it didn't, nobody judged you for, you know, what you were drawing. You just drew whatever you, you visualized, whatever you saw in your in your head. Mm-hmm. And um, we could still do that, you know. Yeah. We can do that. And there's a power in that too. That there is. I know um personally I got told to remake my Christmas stocking when I was young because apparently the drawing wasn't wasn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um so we had all of these all of the little googly eyes things. You, you know, oh, right. and I was putting right. little puff balls as clouds and I was putting eyes on the, on the clouds and apparently that wasn't kosher. Oh, really? That's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's really cool. I, I like that. See, <laughs> I would have been cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Had to make another one. It's okay though. <laughs> that's a shame. Well, you can always make them now, you know. True enough. <laughs> make your own clouds now. Nobody's going to tell you you can't. <laughs> you got that right. Good stuff. Well, thank you for being on here and telling us some about your experiences and everything like that. Um, it was really sure. a pleasure to have you on, Linda. It's my, my pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to tell everybody... Um, well, any closing words that you'd like to give to the audience? Wow, that's a good... I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'd just, I'd just like to, to leave them with, you know, just love love one another, really. That's the best thing that you can do, is love each other. Absolutely, 100%. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Hope you all are having a wonderful day out there, and thank you again, Linda, for being on. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Have a great day.